G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Let's turn our attention to that word hope for a few moments because right now in the circumstances that so many are facing, whether it's hangover from the COVID pandemic crisis or whether it's wars and rumours of wars, you'll know that there are so many who are challenged right now, feeling as though things in their world are hopeless. Back today with evangelist Pat Steele. He's director of the Hope Movement under the banner of Youth for Christ and some amazing things they have there to help believers to be able to share their testimony effectively among people who are in a hopeless situation. Pat, a special welcome back to 2020. Great to be with you again, Neil. Pat, this word hope, and you're sitting with me now and you've got a hat on, your cap, it's got the word hope blazoned across it. It's just tremendous. It's something that's become a very powerful word in the way that you're doing ministry and evangelism. Yeah, I honestly believe right now, Neil, people are searching for hope more than ever. And I remember you you mentioned uh, the pandemic. I remember right at the very beginning of the pandemic, I suppose, in Australia, uh, the day that Scott Morrison made the announcement of the first lockdown, I was working at Pulse 94.1 at that stage uh, because Hope Movement hadn't even begun then. And uh, we were organizing an event at Wynn Entertainment Center that night. And we heard about this announcement that was about to be made. And the event could have been cancelled if, if, the Prime Minister said, we're locking down as of tonight. We would have had to cancel this youth event, uh, but fortunately said Monday. So we got to go ahead with the event. And that night, uh, I went along and hundreds of youth gave their life to Jesus that night. There's around 1,500 kids there. And halfway through, I just walked out to get a bottle of water from the kiosk. And, and I walked out into the foyer and the staff were having a meeting. And the manager looked at me and she saw my hat. She saw the word hope on my hat and she said, could you come and pray for my staff? They've just got some really bad news. They've basically just been told that there's not going to be any more events, so there's no more work. And um, she said they could really use some hope right now. And so I prayed for them and I shared my hope story, my, my uh, testimony. And then I said, listen, Jesus is hope. There's, there's no hope without him. Whatever situation, whatever circumstance you're facing, there is hope. His name is Jesus. And I'd love to give you the opportunity to, to invite him into your life tonight. And so we stood around in a circle and we, we all prayed a prayer to, to invite Jesus into our lives that night with all these staff. And it was really powerful. And that was kind of the beginning of the pandemic for me. And it was a big inspiration for me personally in starting Hope Movement because I saw that night that there was a desperation. Uh, you know, people were were even then beginning to lose work, and there was a lot of uncertainty. And uh, people people needed hope, so we're like, "What can we do 
to share hope in this situation. Out of that was birthed the the Hope Story Challenge, believers sharing their hope stories. We were going around writing hope on the on the footpaths with chalk art and just finding creative ways within um, the confines of what we could do at that time uh, because churches, you know, a couple of weeks later, the churches were shut and things like that. So it's like, you know, what can we do? And that's, that's you know, really God has this signature move. I always talk about this. God has a signature move and it's taking what the enemy meant for evil and turning it around for good. And we have the privilege of being able to partner with him in that mission of of taking what the enemy meant for evil and turning it around for good. So if we if we put our ear to the heart of the Father and ask that question, God, what are you doing and how can I be a part of it? He'll he'll lead us and guide us and give us creative strategies uh, to be able to partner with him in that. And that's where I really believe hope movement's been born out of. In a day when people are experiencing what you might even say is extreme hopelessness, and as you say, God's signature move, when things look the worst or are being used for evil, God can turn things around uh, for good. I know that even it's at the heart of Youth for Christ that there is a battle going on for the hearts and minds, especially of young people, but really we can extend that across all age groups. Mm -hmm. But when there's issues like suicide, anxiety, addiction, brokenness, meaninglessness and confusion, for a lot of people, they don't even need a crisis. They know they're in the middle of a battle and some people are finding it difficult to see a light at the end of the tunnel. That light is the hope you're talking about and you wanting to point people to that light. Yeah, absolutely. One of the the main reasons I got involved with Youth for Christ was actually the suicide uh, epidemic or or pandemic. I don't know what you want to call it, but um, I know that suicide is is the leading cause of death amongst young men. Um, And it broke my heart. I witnessed uh, a few of these uh, personally in my local area, and it, it really grieved me. And I wanted to do something, uh, but I'm like, I'm just one guy, and what can I possibly do? And that was when I really found what Youth for Christ were doing, and I'm like, I can partner with others who have the same passion for me, um, that that don't want to see any more young people lost to this, and ultimately bring the answer, which is Jesus. You know, uh, the the meaningless that you talk about, the hopelessness that you talk about, it's uh, it comes from not knowing him. So if we can, if we can get Jesus into our schools, if we can get Jesus and the and the gospel into our communities, and we can introduce people to to Jesus, then these problems of of hopelessness and meaningless and even drug addiction, uh, Jesus is the answer to these things. And and so we really are the light in the darkness and and the hope. In a, in a world of hopelessness right now. And you're a walking, talking example, Pat, of as an evangelist, someone who wants to share their hope story with others. Mm-hmm. When you step out, God turns up. Absolutely. And people's needs in this hopelessness are met when you start to share Jesus into their hopeless situation, a little bit like bringing the light into the darkness. Uh, You had these experiences uh, just a few weeks ago. You were in Canberra at the 
what was the Freedom Rally, uh, which was a huge rally at Parliament House, but you weren't there for that reason. Tell us the story of what happened in Canberra. Yeah, so I was down in Canberra for the Bible Reading Marathon, which has been happening for eight years now in the lead up to the National Day of Prayer and Fasting. The Canberra House of Prayer organises that. And coincidentally, it fell on the same day, or actually the the, uh, the Bible Reading Marathon goes for three days, but on the Saturday there was the Freedom Rally where there was you know, hundreds of thousands of people there. And uh, we'd been there praying, we'd been worshipping, we'd been declaring the Word of God over our nation. It, it takes 79 hours to read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation and they do it in a relay every year and it's it's really, really powerful. You know, We are in a spiritual battle. Um, our war is not against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers. So I believe that reading the Word of God, declaring the Word of God over our parliament, over our nation uh, is extremely powerful. So we were doing that and uh, we were also preaching the gospel to anyone who would listen. You'd be amazed at how many people came up and asked us what we were doing in the tent reading the Bible, and it was creating these opportunities to share the gospel. But the one thing that the Lord put on my heart the whole time I was there was to baptize people in the middle of this rally. We didn't have a pool, uh, but a church gave us a pool, and uh, as we were blowing it up, I was like, oh, gosh, this pool is very big. Like it was maybe a three to 500-litre pool, and at that stage, we just had some buckets, and we're like, maybe we can find a tap. And uh, and then uh, the House of Prayer had two 15-litre drums of water, so we, we filled those up, and uh, we, we headed down to the Parliament, and we found a spot in the crowd to put down our pool on the ground and started to pour my two 15-litre drums of water in, 30 litres of water, and it didn't even cover the bottom of the pool. It was... it was Not enough. <laughs> it was not enough water. And people were actually laughing at me. They're like, what are you doing? Like, where are you going to get the water for this pool? And I'm like, God's told me to put this pool here. He's going to bring the water. And so we, we ended up finding a tap about 300 metres away and we, we started doing trips. And all the way along, we were, we were sharing the gospel with people. Evangelist Jackie Ford was there. She was, she was preaching the gospel and people were coming up asking about the pool and, and actually giving their lives to Jesus this whole time. And I got back from one of the trips of water and this girl gave her life to the Lord and I, I baptized her in about 10 centimeters of water. After about an hour, our attempts had, had ended up uh, filling the pool to about 10 centimeters of water, which wasn't enough to do a baptism. And I'm thinking, I can't fully immerse you in this. But uh, but we, we baptized her. I say I baptized her by faith. I felt like the Lord said, just go for it. And we're splashing her over to try and make sure that she was completely wet. Yeah, in, for some churches, it's more than enough. It's right. Yeah. So <laughs> you're talking about immersing people in the water. Yep. Yeah. And so uh, we we did that. And then I went back for one more trip uh, to get a bucket of water. And when I'm on my way back, a water truck, the police led a water truck through the roadblock because the roads are all closed off. There's people everywhere. Uh, and the police open up the roadblock to let through a water truck. And I said to my friend, there's a water truck. And so he went up to, to the water truck guy and, and said, hey, we're trying to fill this pool for baptisms. And he drove up with his water truck and filled the pool. And on the truck, it said Able. The name of the water company was Able because our God is Able. He provided the pool. We put the pool down in faith on the, on the lawn of parliament. 
and then we poured what we had, our 30 litres of water that didn't even cover the bottom of the pool, and we did what we could do uh, by filling it with, with the buckets. Uh, but ultimately, God came and bought the provision for the vision, and, and he filled the pool. And we began to just worship the Lord because he's just so good. Like this was a this was a miracle, a sign, and a wonder, really, not just for us there in that moment, but I believe for Australia. And so we're worshiping the Lord, and then this guy walks up carrying a cross. Uh, similar to, you know, if you're in Brisbane, you've probably seen Kevin Mad Dog walking around with the walking around with the cross on his back. And so this young guy walks up with a with a big cross and I thought, oh cool, this guy's an evangelist. And he puts the cross down by the pool. And then uh he's just standing there and then an older guy walks in and he's points at the young guy and he says, This guy needs to be baptized. And so I'm like, what's going on here? It turns out that the older guy, uh, he was really struggling struggling in the heat. He'd been up in the tent uh for the Bible reading marathon uh, having some water and having a bit of a rest and started walking down the hill and the young guy saw that he was struggling with the cross and he offered to help him carry it. And he said, where do you want me to carry the cross to? And the old man said, carry it down to that pool over there, son. <laughs> and so the young man carried the cross up to the baptism pool. We shared the gospel with him. He gave his life to Jesus and was baptized on the lawn of Australia's parliament in the middle of the largest rally apparently the police said uh since the 1980s and so this is a prime example of god taking what the enemy meant for evil and turning it around for good in a situation that could have gone really really ugly god got all the glory in that day with this most beautiful baptism Lots of listeners will be familiar with what happened uh, those weeks ago at the Canberra Freedom Convoy rally and uh, just so happens to coincide uh, with that Bible reading marathon and what an amazing testimony that is. Uh, You've got a pool there. Mm. You haven't got any water. God provides the water. You're sharing your testimony, that hope that you have in Christ. People are responding and you've got people being baptized on the day. People who were at a point where we're saying just early in our conversation, uh, at a hopeless point in their lives. That's why they were at the rally. Yeah, They were feeling as though things were hopeless. And uh, a miraculous thing happens when they get to be exposed to the gospel. Hey, you lead the hope movement. It's a part of Youth for Christ. You've got some online schools, some in-person schools. You've got some ways that people can easily learn how to share their own hope story. Another way of saying, share your own personal Christian testimony. Others need to hear it right now. Let me point listeners to how they can connect with Pat Steele. Pat is director of the Hope Movement. No doubt you could be a part of what the Hope Movement does. You can access some of those resources. You could become a supporter of their good work. Let me point you to the Youth for Christ website, yfc.org.au forward slash hope store and you can also access hope stories at the hope story challenge website hopestorychallenge.com 60 second hope stories that you'll see there and be encouraged to upload your own hope story testimony hey pat thanks so much for sharing your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020 great to be with you again neil 
for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.